This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Ruteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. Before we ask John how he's doing, you all know the drill. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't already subscribed, please make sure to do so. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on, on Apple, please make sure to leave a review, comment, whatever you call it. We know you're listening. We're also just like, we literally have the statistics. We know you're listening. Just subscribe <laughs> for us and make our lives a lot easier. Just subscribe. Yeah. If you, help, if you subscribe, you can mute it. After. It helps just subscribe. Us. We'd rather. Yeah, for sure. Subscribe. Well, when you subscribe, it helps us. And when you help us, we can put more into this content. So help us help you. But going on, we're also partnering with Fanside and Minute Media. So that means you can find this podcast on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press. We also got a YouTube channel. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period, no one writes out, et cetera. That shit's wild. Subscribe, find the page, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. We watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversations. And we're watching you too. We see, we got the statistics on this as well. All right. A lot of you are not subscribing. You got to subscribe. Help us out. That way, when you help us out, we can help you. It helps us improve this content. So do that just to help out, help out the fellas. Now, while you're over at the YouTube channel, we got another podcast partner with Minute Media, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg. Our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible. They give you their takes. They tell you where to place your money. That way you can win some money, especially if you love betting on sports. These guys got you covered. And let me tell you, even if you're not a big gambling person, you just got to go check out that pod. That intro is sick. Honestly, that intro is sicker than than ours. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to Ricey. Shout out to the producer, man. That beat is sick. So make sure to go check out Winning Picks Weekly. And last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, my guy. How you doing, bro? Rocking the green and white. I actually like that hoodie, bro. That hoodie's sick. Where'd you get it? Yo, I'm we're, we're ready for we're ready for football, dude. The the Hall of Fame game is here. Like we're ready for Jets training camp to start. We already got like green and white tickets all set up. Training camp is sold out. I, I, I'm ready, man. I I'm already. You know, it's so hot outside. There's heat waves everywhere, so it's it's almost that time to start thinking about you know the cooler weather. Like it's just right around the corner. This is like the dead part of of all of sports, but it's a calm before the storm, man. MLB All-Star game was cool. I'm ready for the Yankees uh, to really get in here. We got some controversy on the trade deadline. It's your Yankee shirt. Uh, see what happens. Uh, hope we take care of Aaron Judge. We got the Derek Jeter 
documentary out right now. You know, little uh, little Yankees propaganda, <laughs> as you like to call it. Now that he's uh, you know, he, he's repented for his uh, Miami Marlins sins. So now now we can all celebrate <laughs> it together. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's always something going on in Jets land, man. So I'm high. You know, I'm hyped just to to talk about it, and I'm I'm almost ready to start talking about you know roster cuts here, man. Like I. I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped, dude. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for the New York Jets. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. You know, Mitchell, just trying to Donovan stay cool. Mitchell keeping us on on our on our edge too, of course. Yo, he's keeping us on our on the edge of our seats, bro. It's 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 crazy out here. It's crazy out here. I mean, we got. I know this is the Jets pod, but we got the Knicks uh, media throwing a tantrum because they didn't get to join you and and watching the introduction to Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Shout out to you for being there, man. Saw you in the YouTube video. There you are. Watch it with the little girl up there giving her a question about Jalen's dog. dog. Very sweet. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I, like, shout out to the Knicks. Everyone, uh, everyone, Berman and everyone complaining. Malika Andrews complaining about the Knicks not letting uh, media in, but letting the fans in. I'm like, I'm hyped. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's me. So <laughs> all's good. All's good in my world. To do uh, what? Thank you, James Zola. To do what? So, Jalen, question. First question. Welcome to the New York Knicks. When do you think Donovan Mitchell will get here? That would be like the first question. It's like, come on, guys. Literally you know? in the, yeah, I mean, literally in the commentary where they were complaining, they're like, yeah, you know, they didn't get a chance to ask Jalen Brunson who he wants to play with in New York. I'm like, that's exactly, you're just proving their points exactly why we don't want the media there because we asked him about his dog. <laughs> Everything was fine, but it was cool. He and made some jokes. Man. Yeah, he made fun of his dad. It was, it was chill. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. I see. I, I watched it. I caught it. I caught the replay. That was a good, it was a good man. It was good, man. It was very wholesome, very wholesome content. I really did enjoy it. But the other thing I'm trying to say, cool, man. It's humid out here. You got the, you got the AC blasting in your house, man, because you're wearing a hoodie. Yo, AC's blasting. Fans are on working from home. Haven't left the crib today. Got the gym in the basement now. Life God is good. Bless. Life is good God right bless. now. I was outside <laughs> commuting to work. Sweat as soon as I stepped outside. Sweat to work, dude. It's twenty twenty two. Right. Oh man, well, let's change this. Let's change this over to the other guy that we got with us as, as usual. It's the other host of this podcast now. My man was working outside way to, today. Man oh, was yeah. legitimately working outside. <laughs> oh yeah, man was on a roof out here roofing in ninety five degree weather. It's brutal. God bless. God bless. <laughs> Greg, how are you surviving, man? How are you living today? <laughs> the pool. The, the pool is how I'm surviving. <laughs> Got to go in there. Body afterwards. waters. Oh, yeah. No heater on that pool, too. Keep it nice and cold. And then, yeah, everything's good, man. Roofing in my free time after work. And then living the Jets, the Knicks, the Mets life. I mean, baseball's off this week, but Jeff McNeil played. Pete Alonzo had the home run derby. Diaz is out there, so... Love seeing the Mets represented at the All Star Game. Who's the MVP? You mentioned true. him. True. What do you mean true? Juan Soto. I'm not. I'm not going to go down that road. Juan Soto maybe coming to New York. Whether he's a Met, whether he's a Yankee, we'll see. But dude, hope things not. are good right now. Things are good right now. I hope we don't get Juan Soto. You can have him. Oh, I want him. three years left on that deal. Yeah, I mean, we're not going yeah, to pay uh, Judge if we do that. So I don't want Yeah, exactly. I want Judge over. <laughs> Just give me Castillo, bro. Just give me Castillo. I want both. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> Come on, man. We got Steve here now. Let's open up those pocketbooks. Let's spend a billion on players real quick. That hedge right. fund money, baby. That hedge fund money. <laughs> let's let's honestly let's stick with let's stick with this and transition over here to the New York Jets, where you know we have Leon Rose negotiating deals. We got you know Cashman and Cohen nego- trying to negotiate deals, and then we got Joe Douglas, who we know is the king. Right? We know is the king of the trades, regardless of the propaganda coming out through the propaganda hub of Barstool Sports. We don't have to get into it. What a terrible article trying to trash Joe Douglas. I'm so happy that uh, El Presidente said something negative about that. But regardless, Jesse Bates, let's start off here. Let's just start off with the news, the rumors, Jesse Bates, uh, uh, free agent safety that we've been talking about now. It feels like one year. It's probably been like maybe four or five months when we were really into Jesse Bates, trying to get him as our free safety. Ended up, we, you know, we everybody knows we signed Jordan Whitehead from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he's our strong safety. And Alex, you're the first guy to start getting all upset about our safety depth when I start talking, giving you names like Lamarcus Joyner. When you're like, when's the last time he played? And then it kind of just falls off. Ashton Davis, you get in. Don't even stop that name. Exactly. Look, man, the fact we just go back to the we just go back we just go back to the historical draft that we just did, where I chose Kerry Rhodes first. Chose Kerry Rhodes. He's a safety man. Like, what 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 position can we go back in time? Kerry Rhodes. I don't need to hear that. Get that name. Get that name out of here. So so the news is uh, Jesse Bates got quickly franchised. Uh, by the Bengals, and when you're franchise tagged in the NFL, you could still negotiate a deal. And in the meantime, there looks like they're they've hit a snag, or there hasn't been really any communication lately. On top of that, he's been holding out, so the rumors naturally come swirling back <laughs> to the Jets and say, "Oh, the guy that you were you wanted is available." But the price tag, guys, the price tag is going to be absolutely crazy. At this point, I don't know if you're going to trade a first-round pick and pay a safety for $18 million a year, $20 million a year. I mean, honestly, I would love to see the, the look on Marcus May's face. I would love to see the look on Jamal right Adams' face because Jamal yeah. Adams' face would be the first guy to be like, them. really? Are you guys serious? Yeah, I'm not pretty in position. But anyway, I, I feel like I, I showed my hand a little bit. But I'm going to toss it up to you, Greg. What do you what do you think about Joe? I know Joe Douglas took a long time to warm up to you, but here you know here we are. What do you think about this Jesse Bates plugging in? Obviously, one of our biggest holes on on the entire team, but definitely on defense. Yeah, it's definitely a need for us. But I think to your point, you know, Joe Douglas has grown on me at this point, and I got to trust Joe Douglas. He's not going to set the market. He's not going to pay top dollar for people. He's not going to give up first round picks. He's going to get first round picks. So, you know, I Sounds think like it goes to the Knicks Jets, et cetera podcast. Yeah, <laughs> a few times. Yeah. And I agree with you guys. Like, I don't think that, uh, you know, I think at this point, it's just story season. I think I talked about that a couple episodes ago. I think these guys are just trying to write stories. Like you said, kind of, John, 
kind of lined itself up nicely to write a, a quick article about all this stuff when in reality, like we said, that the stuff at the top, it's 95 degrees out. I'd be holding <laughs> out too if I was him. Like, come on. So, you know, I, I, I think it's a whole lot of nothing. I mean, they just had an incredible season. I think he's going to run it back. I don't think we're going to trade first round picks. I don't think we're going to pay top dollar for him. So for me, I think it's a whole lot of nothing. You guys talked about it on the Knicks episode, New York market. You start throwing the Jets name into NFL articles. You're going to get clicks. You're going to get likes. You're going to get views. That's just how it goes. I think it's pretty transparent at this point that that's kind of what's going on here. And it's July. You got to write something. Why not write something about the Jets or the Giants or the Knicks? Because it's got to get some clicks, especially if you're in Cincinnati. So. Bro, and you said it, right? It's the Jets. And the Jets have been a notorious franchise for always signing the big marquee guy, usually on the downside of his prime. Not in this case for Bates, but it just doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense in like the Joe Douglas thought where it's like, okay, you had guys that you could have paid. You decided not to. Now you want to give up a first and then have to think about paying 20, 18 to 20 mil annually for a safety. That doesn't seem like Joe Douglas's idea of value. I mean, we even had that whole Bill Barnwell article literally putting the safety in the fourth tier. So if now you're, if we're starting to say 18 million, 20 million, and I'm ready for ESPN to be like, well, you know, the Jets should probably go out there and pay this guy. And then I'm going to look around to the same organization that said, this is the fourth tier position and be like, we real right now? Like, we actually real right now? Trust me, it's on the way. It's in the works. It's July, as Greg pointed out. Articles are, articles are coming. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out at, on the, on, on Bates, even though I think he's an awesome talent, although it would be a massive upgrade. The fact that you'd have to trade a first rounder while this team is still building and have to pay him. After you're about to be done with CJ Mosley coming up soon, you know what I mean? That John always <laughs> likes to point out. Does, hey, I love CJ Mosley. Like that. That, you think about Greg. Greg's the no, 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 no. I'm just talking about yeah. the con- You always bring up the number. Yeah, no, bring you up bring up the, the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg brings up the player. <laughs> Together, that's KJE. <laughs> yeah. I love CJ. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. And on top of that, logistically, uh, Lamarcus Joyner's $2 million is guaranteed this year already. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do with that. They're trusting him to play this year. Ashton Davis, kind of on his last licks, and they say he looks great, best shape in his life kind of guy, right? He's that's our our best shape uh, guy after Barrios, of course, which we'll, which we'll touch on a, a bit. Uh, Greg Greg has some news to share about our boy Braxton. <laughs> He's not mad. <laughs> we'll get in there. We'll get we'll get into all that. But honestly, Elijah Riley, he's gonna get a chance out here. Um, maybe Willie Parks. Maybe he'll uh, he'll he'll. Dabble at free safety. We'll see. But honestly, it's our weakest point. We can't guard tight ends. I've been crying about it for two years. Uh, let, let's hope that changes. On the defensive hope it's side. Not a third year. <laughs> it looks like, I know, but it looks like we're, we're doing this whole two linebacker thing. And I read an article today. I, you guys just mentioned the articles are being written. They're telling me that Quincy Williams could be a Pro Bowl kind of player. Okay. Whatever you guys say, it's July. I know we have a new defense where we're going to basically have uh, the three corners out at all times in the dime. Okay, let's do it. We'll have nickel corner, Michael Carter behind Javelin Goodry. We're going to have DJ Reed, Brandon Eccles behind him. We have Sauce Gardner and Bryce Hall behind him. And then Isaiah Dunn, honestly, if he does really well, he's going to he's gonna get one of these guys cut. 
<laughs> or traded. Honestly, he's going to be the kicker here because he's going to be he, – he does really well when he gets a chance. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Speaking of cuts, though, and additions, we'll start with the good news. We got former Eagles cornerback slash quote-unquote special teams leader Craig James signing with the Jets today after passing physical. Why that seems kind of important is, like we said, it's a little crowded right now. And especially when you're talking about special teams cornerback, there's one guy whose name kind of jumps off the books to me, and that's Justin Hardy. Remember how hyped we were when we got Justin Hardy? Uh, we signed him to a massive deal. But mm-hmm. his $2 million, if you cut him, he's $0 in the dead cap. So I'm wondering if, like Alex likes to say, you got if you're going to play special teams, you better contribute on one side of the ball at least a little bit because they're just not going to keep you there unless you're spectacular. That's what we thought Justin Hardy was. Honestly, kind of underwhelming, especially last year. Was. But the whole team was underwhelming. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of difficult to point at anyone. What do you guys think about this new signing? And are you – what are your feelings about Justin Hardy? Start with you, Alex. About Justin Hardy, like, as the Just player? About, do you like, have any thoughts? Justin Hardy, do you think he's going to – do you think that this cut – do you think that this signing means that he's on the hot seat? Do you think it has nothing to do with each other? Do you think we're just building some elite special teams here with Justin Hardy and Craig James? Like, where do you – where do you think this – I think we still have some money. Look, man, you need gunners, like, especially when it comes to – for, for kicking, for punt return, for punting. Like, you need someone who can get down there and stop. And the thing when you watch the Jets last season is that we'd punt it and guys would still get yards, even though it wasn't necessarily always breakaways. Guys would still get yards and it puts the opponent, opposing team in good position to score. So I think having one gunner who's like, yeah, it's tough to say, hey, Justin Hardy didn't really do your job. Um, but it also kind of is because he's supposed to be the guy that's got to be breaking away. He's on the outside chasing down, trying to make that tackle. Uh, I think this is kind of shoring up with the gunners, uh, trying to make sure that you have two guys that can get down there, put some pressure on the punt return team. And I think it's just building, man. I don't see why you want to get rid of Hardy. I don't really think of it as like replacing. Obviously, I could be wrong, but I don't see why you would want to Sign a guy when the entire, as you said, John, the entire team underperformed. Like, special team wasn't going to really save the day. So, I think it's just building. Okay. So, you think, you think it's going to be Hardy and James? You think what's going to have, you think we're going to have, why? You don't think corners? so? No, I, I don't think we can carry that many corners every week. <laughs> we have so many. I just named you six that are going to actually play. Like we're not, I, I don't I don't I just don't know and we're gonna get into another position where it's also loaded. We also talk about the safeties also loaded. Like these we need there's only fifty one. We can only count the fifty one. We also have three quarterbacks. We have like seven running backs. Like every position is loaded. The wide receivers. I don't know if we're gonna carry both of them. I honestly think that Justin Hardy might be uh, a training camp cut. That's I, I guess a hot take, uh, a bold prediction. And honestly, it makes me. Sad and also, you know, hand up. I was wrong about Justin Hardy. I was really hyped when he got signed. You know what I mean? I it, but you know, I'm, I'm glad that the contract was structured the way it was, where we could get out of him 
right now with zero dead cap. And we, you know, looks like we could find a replacement. So that's pretty awesome. Greg, do you have any thoughts on this transaction? Yeah. I mean, I saw that he was a former Eagle. Was he a former Eagle when Joe Douglas was there? Cause that's the first thing that kind of shot out to me. It's like, maybe it's just like a good locker room guy, good fit, trying to change the culture a little bit, trying to build the culture a little bit, have it seep down into the special teams where, I mean, we saw some great plays from Braxton, but we also needed on the other end of special teams as well. So um, maybe that's the play. I don't think anyone's really hardy. I don't think anyone's really on the hot seat right now. I mean, it's July, maybe on the warm seat, if you will. But, <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone's like on the verge of getting cut or anything like that. To your point, people are going to have to get cut, though. And when you're talking about six, seven DBs, yeah, we're going to be running three, so you probably want to bring five with you every week. So people are going to have to get cut at some point, but I think right now, if you come in, you have a good training camp, you could put your pieces together that you couldn't last year to build. I think that's all the Jets are looking for is just progress. So what about what about Isaiah Dunn? Like, do you think he can get moved? Like, do you think he'll be moved? No, I think the Jets love Isaiah Dunn, and honestly, I think I do too. I think Isaiah Dunn was a beast last year when he was able to get some time. I, I, I think this is going to be a big year for him. To be honest with you, I think Bryce Hall is the guy. I think Bryce Hall, he's going to, he's, he's the guy that's, that's looking up right now at a spot, in my opinion, in a hot seat. I love him, right? These guys I love. So it's tough to even, you know, like, I hope I'm wrong, but it looks like for me, I would put Bryce Hall and I don't, I want to say Goodry is fine this year. But I think that he has to perform. I think I think we're over that he's fasting. <laughs> we did that he's fasting for a couple of years now. I think he, I think he has to start defending balls. So we'll see how that goes. That's a fact. <laughs> but, we can't uh, keep uh, going like Travel Gucci's got the speed, man. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we got it. We got it next year. I think this is the year for him to to do. But Michael Carter's dope, man. I love Michael Carter. He's he's so he's really good. Uh, and he's a really cool guy off the field. Like he, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really rooting for him to uh, really solidify that nickel spot. But to answer your question, Greg, um, he was uh, Craig James was the special teams captain for the Jets, but he was only uh, for the Eagles. Sorry, yeah, uh, but he was only there for two years. So okay. nothing to But honestly, in this case, Joe Douglas trusts like the Eagle scouts. You know, he probably called them. He probably has oh, a yeah. relationship with them. Called them. Oh, for sure. Ask him what's up. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, another uh, transaction here. This this kind of more, uh, you know, run of the mill, normal. But one of the last, uh, our our last rookie to be signed. Uh, one of the last second rounders to be signed. We got uh, Brees Hall, my pick for rookie of the year. Just throwing that out there. It was a plus eight hundred, Greg. Winning picks weekly. I can't remember, but I definitely like it because I think it's plus <laughs> he's gonna have a lot of opportunities. I think it's plus eight hundred. So he we signed him for four years, nine million. We guaranteed the first three years, including about a three and a half, a three point seven million dollar roster bonus. That's gonna be fun. While we're, I mean, while we're on the topic, real quick, talking about cuts, man. If it's Brees Hall, Michael Carter, and you got Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson. Well, Michael Pirine there. I I don't know how many running backs are going to carry with Nick Bowden there I, as the fullback. I mean, at some point <laughs> we're going to have to start trimming here. So, uh, do you guys have Ty any- Johnson? My Ty Johnson is that guy looking on 
on the outside in, man. And so P. Ryan's definitely gone, you're saying? Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. So you think it's Coleman versus Johnson right now? Oh, 100%. Okay. I think Coleman's got the shot. <laughs> All right. Coleman's got what the about, shot. What about you, Greg? I don't know. Just because I know Coleman was good when we needed him and he's been a good player. He's been around with some of these guys in previous systems. But at some point, it's like, dude, you got, what, a year or two left? I think Johnson maybe has some more upside that we haven't seen yet from him. But You just love Ty Johnson, don't you? I, I mean, agree. He's good. Yeah, he's, I good. Agree. he's good as a third running back. You know, someone's going to get hurt at some point. We're going to need a third running back to play at some point. And I think so, that'd be Ty Johnson over Tevin Coleman. I 100% agree. Just for the future. Like, like, like Coleman's, like, if we were, like, a Super Bowl contender, then I would be like, all right, let's just go with the vet that knows the system in and out. But we're trying however, to build something. However, Greg, balls we are to a the Super face. Bowl contender. Balls to, oh, yeah, of course we're supposed to. But balls yeah, to the yeah, face, John. bro. Pause. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, all I see is like him just, you know, literally helmet hitting, football hitting with a helmet, yeah. you know, missing the route. Uh, I hope he improves. So, but, you know, but. That's why, uh, man, like Kevin Coleman can at least, I know it's the old sage back there. It's like, let's go with Ty Johnson, who's shown some flashes, but I think it's Kevin Coleman, man. I think it's, I think that relationship with Michael Floor, Salah being out there in San Fran. I feel like that solidifies it for, for Coleman. Ty Johnson, he's going to have to be able to catch out of the backfield in order to get some. I mean, he had that spectacular touchdown, that toe tapper, that toe tapping uh, touchdown last season. So he's got that for him, but I still think it's Coleman. I think, yeah, whoever makes it out of training camp or whatever into the, you know, starting roster, whatever the roster is, the first round of cuts. I think that shows you two things. It shows you if Ty Johnson was able to improve in the offseason. So we talked about with all of these people that are on the bubble, we you got to show it in training camp. You got to show it leading up to the season. That's what's going to keep you around. But then also to me, it kind of just signals to me where the Jets staff and organization think we might go this year. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. if we keep Coleman, they're thinking like, okay, we got either Johnson didn't improve and it's still hitting off his helmet or they think like, okay, we got a shot at a playoff spot. So let's go with the vet. Which to be clear, that's where my head's at. Not Super Bowl, but a playoff spot. Playoff and spot's the ceiling. I see the Jets hitting the playoffs. No, come on. We can get it. We can win a game if we get there. But when we get there, we'll talk. I won't, I won't give us a playoffs to the ceiling, but the playoffs are definitely our goal. It's going to be a tough right? road game, but yeah. Let's just get there. Let's just get there. I'll be there. Too, like a crazy person. So <laughs> I hope it's in a semi-warm spot. But, but you, know, you mentioned the 49ers, and, uh, you know, <laughs> as we see with the Knicks, right, family ties everywhere. I just want to throw one name out there. All right, we're sitting here July 20th of this offseason, 2022. Keep your eye on Jimmy Ward, man. Jimmy Ward, the safety from San Francisco, they're not going to pay him, especially if they're about to pay Debo Samuel. I- I'm just saying. I could I could see that being like our one big act like you know we got to the playoffs we you know now we need to improve because we probably got smoked by the tight end <laughs> like going like three touchdowns in that game uh, and we're finally gonna get our free safety I'm hoping that's Jimmy Ward but I'm gonna transition to some sad news man and I'm not gonna say we should be shocked or surprised because we also we all saw the injury at the Senior Bowl uh, Jeremy Rucker who it's probably why he fell. 
uh, in the draft, and we were all screaming, right? Everyone's like, you got to draft him in the second round. You got to draft him in the second round. And then when the Jets got him late, uh, seemed to be a reason, right? Tony Pauline from, uh, what is it, Pro Football Network, he tweeted back in March that one Rucker was in a boot, not working out during the OSU Pro Day. And prior to the combine, he was told that the foot injury he suffered during the Senior Bowl was more serious than anyone was letting on. Didn't participate in any Jets rookie stuff. Looks like he's not going to. And it sounds like he has plantar fasciitis, which as a Jets fan, it's got, it's got, it's got Alex and Greg here uh, shaking their heads because all we're thinking about is Mekhi Becton, unfortunately, when we say that. And that really tough year last year. But, guys, it kind of makes sense now, right? We're all screaming, like, Yes, we're hyped that we got C.J. Uzama. We're hyped that we got Tyler Conklin. But we're like, dude, why do we have all these players and draft the tight end? It makes no sense. Now it kind of makes sense. It uh, looks like Rutgers probably going to take the year off. Right now he's starting on the non-football injury list, which looks like it's kind of strategic <laughs> on, that, on that part because uh, it looks like he's going to, I don't know, just, just a wild guess here. He's going to miss this whole season, which makes sense, right? Literally last episode we're like, Dude, something's got to give. There's Yaboa, Cager, Wesco, and Rucker in the back there after the two people we signed. Like something's got to give. Uh, one one bites the dust here. So, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like the red shirt year for Rucker at this point, right? Where he's going to miss it due to an injury. Uh, it's Liz Frank, but he can still do some upper body workouts, stay in shape in that way, still learn the playbook, get familiar with the Mike Lafora system. He can still do other things so that way he's more well-equipped for the following season. But rough, rough, rough <laughs> outing, man. Like, legitimately, this is your hometown favorite team, your dad's hype. You know, I'm sure everyone was, ex- like, excited to watch him play for the green and white, and now you just – you're out with – <sighs> I think it's fine though. Honestly, I think it's better. I think honestly, yeah, it's he also fine. now it's... knows that he's being taken care of. Is you know? it actually no? I'm, I was about to say it is, but is it though? We know CJ Uzoma gets hurt. Conklin was gonna yes. like was was known, uh, not known, but it was kind of suggested that all right, CJ is gonna get hurt at some point. Conklin's gonna be so uh, Ruckert's coming up, so now it's gonna be all right. CJ CJ's out. Wesco, you ready? No, it's going to be Conklin. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, it was if supposed to be both out? being the guy. You know, no, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. So, CJ Conklin, we know it's one, two right there. We yeah. knew CJ was going to get injured, meaning it would have been Conklin and uh, Rucker. Now okay, Rucker's okay, out. Saying. So now it's going to be Conklin and Wesco. So it's yeah, like, it all right, Wesco. I'm okay with that, though, because Wesco was our starter last year, Alex, like going into the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we made him our fullback because we just needed him on the field. You know, oh, now we're goodness. talking about how he's our – he's listed number five on our depth chart right now. I'll put him as three, and Yaboa and Cager are fighting for that last spot. Both my boys, man. Like, this is why – Kenny Yaboa. Dude, I – like, this is what it – for me, dude, this is what it – means when you're like a real diehard Jets fan, a real diehard Knicks fan. Like, how excited were we about the Summer League? Like, going crazy about, like, Ferron Hunt and, and you know, players that, quite frankly, probably never going to play on the New York Knicks. And we're having such a good time with them. For me, that's Lawrence Cager. 
Right, I've been all over him from Kyle from as a wide receiver. I still, he's just that guy that gets injured every time. I think he's gonna, you know, blow up. So you know, I'm still rooting for him and Kenny Aboa, dude. Rooting for him in college. You know, gets you know to the Jets after you know the the draft, and I've just been hyped about him ever since. And every year, he's another guy that you know. Here it comes. We're about to get our you know our wide receiver, you know our. Our tight end that played basketball in college, right? That's the guy. That's, That's the all we need. That's all we That's need. The, the tight end that played basketball. We need our Jimmy Graham. All right. Yeah, everyone. Vernon Davis. Davis. Everybody. Everybody. Vernon Tony. Oh they all God, get the same. Vernon. They all get the Tony same. Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Julius Thomas. Hilarious. Hilarious. You guys have uh, Greg. What are your thoughts on Jeremy Ruckerman? You wearing the red for for our uh, our producer? I thought that was orange for the Mets. No, it's red for Juan Soto. I need to bring him to New York. <laughs> need to get him here. It's not for, it's not for our producer, Ricey, the need Buckeye. Need to get him here, the Ohio State connection. Maybe it is. <laughs> Shout out, Ricey. Maybe it is. But I absolutely hate drafting injured players and just finding out that we know he was injured, finding out that we know it's a Liz Frank, that just kills me. It's like, come on. Like, we like... We talked about it going into it, John. We both liked Isaiah Likely. He went around later. It's like, are we really drafted? Like, our third-round pick is just gone. Maybe till next year, maybe not. Like, it's a, a foot injury is a tough thing. Like, it's tough, especially for a tight end. You got to be blocking. You have to put foot, you have to put weight on it. You have to put pressure on it. You got you got to use it as leverage. So you're not just out here running routes like a wide receiver. You got to block. You got to get in the mud. You got to get in the dirt and get on, get down with people. So, like, I don't know really how, how you can have like a positive kind of outlook on it because we're I mean, not going to know anything. Because he's you. redshirted, bro. That's the positive outlook. He's redshirted. But I, 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 you're you're totally right about likely, dude. Oh, man, imagine we had Isaiah Likely instead. Oh, but yeah. maybe it's just not his time. You know what I mean? Maybe we needed a redshirt. Kind of guy. Yeah, but it's like, all right, we got we got him with the red shirt. We got Max Mitchell with a red shirt. It's like, <laughs> how many red shirts are we going to use in the third and fourth round? Like, these are day two picks. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, no, Greg, is, Greg is so Greg is so irritated. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, oh my yeah. god! First block, I was like, oh, I love Joe Douglas. Now I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't care that his dad's a Jets fan. He wore a Jets jersey when he was six. I want him to play on the field. We know Maybe CJ's going to be hurt. Next year. Maybe. Oh, my God. I love this. Look, man. Look, I'm going to give a little pushback. If, if Mikhail Becton comes back, fine, and he's a much larger man than Jimmy Rucker, Jeremy Rucker, I'm going to be very confident that Jeremy Rucker could come back and play. He doesn't have to be the fastest guy. He's got to be strong enough to block guys off the line and quick enough, fast enough to get into his routes and have a little bit of separation. We'll see what happens, man. But I'm with you, Greg. I was looking forward to him getting some run this season uh, because CJ is known to be injury prone. But is it the is it do or die because Jamie Ruckett's not playing this season? No, nah, I'm not going that no. far yet. I'm not. I'm not going that far. But it's okay, man. We're just the New York Jets. We're here for the red shirts, all right? If you if you need a time off, you need to get paid, we got you. Yeah, you need a big contract, swing on over. Listen, listen. The contracts, <laughs> yes. The contract signings, definitely bad. <laughs> we won't get into that because we're going to switch it back to positive. You know why, Greg? Because Elijah Moore 
is faster than AJ Brown. A draft pick from the New York Jets. Absolutely smoked them in a race. <laughs> was it a photo finish? Nope. <laughs> Only to the blind. <laughs> Only to the blind was it a photo finish. He was out. Like if you're betting horses, that's not even close. Like he was way ahead. It's not oh even close. My goodness, great. My man said, "If you're betting horses, that's a photo finish. <laughs> that photo weekly, finish. baby. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah, you if you're like up at Saratoga, <laughs> not even close. All right, oh, last, the last, Greg. I, I do you guys think year. it was close? Absolutely not. Of course, AJ Brown, no. slow, slow, big, powerful bad. guy. Elijah oh. Moore, amazing. Drafted by the Jets. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you, bro. I see so many people talking online about it, too. It's like for not knowing that they were like college bro, teammates and friends. Not, and No, not only are they friends and mentor and best friends, he literally credited his life to Elijah Moore. He was, <laughs> yeah, like, he was, he was crying. He was like, I was literally in a, a really bad mental state. You know, I don't want to put words in his mouth or aggregate anything, but it was a really bad state. And the only person who got out was Elijah Moore. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they're, they're better friends than probably any of us even have at the moment. <laughs> you know, right? That's true. So. To your point, Elijah Moore <laughs> probably taking it easy on him, too. He probably yeah, slowed up a little bit at the end. Yeah, let's not get into it. But, you know, Elijah Moore's a really good guy. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, sometimes maybe, maybe. Okay, to be fair, though, to be fair, why it was close. Uh, just to make a little bit of a serious take on this very silly, uh, you know, 10-second video, he kind of slowed down. Yeah. He kind of slowed down. He was kind of like, like the tortoise in the hair where he, he had it for a while and he, like, looked over at him. And that's when A.J. Brown picked up the stride on him. So all I'm saying is he, even if he pull up the replay, like Elijah Moore, who's just, you know, he knew. He was trying to, he was trying to Usain Bolt it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but there's Greg. also something too. You know, if you really want to get into it, there was what was the college football game years ago that was like on the line. I think Michigan was playing, and it was like they were screaming some like scientific term. It's like it's all about where you're standing. Like where that guy was standing, <laughs> it looked closer because AJ Brown was closer to him, but in reality, it wasn't even close. <laughs> all right, deal. All right, that's fair enough. All right, Greg, I know you have some Braxton Berrios news that you want to drop on, on the fans today. Oh, folks, what do you got I mean, for us? Not really crazy news. Madden Rings came out. <laughs> you know, some guy messed up, obviously, and put the wrong numbers in for Braxton. And he's not mad about it. Like, everyone needs to calm down online. He's a 55, 53 strength. Absolutely ridiculous number. I was looking at some of his other numbers, too. I mean... I don't know who you do. You file paperwork with Madden and EA. Like I don't know what you do, <laughs> but some of these stats are just absolute seventy-seven toughness. Are you kidding me? Seventy-seven, <laughs> a C in toughness. The dude's in on every play. He's punt returning, one of the most dangerous things you can do in the NFL, and going you know top of the league and all that. So any fourth down you need, he's your guy. End around guy, awesome teammate, awesome locker room guy. Absolutely ridiculous. Trucking is a 34. He'll run you over so fast you won't even see it coming. I don't know like what's going on here. So some of these ratings, uh, I don't know if they passed it off to someone. They got confused with someone else's numbers, but he's not mad. I'll be mad for him. Absolutely crazy what they're doing to my guy Braxton out here in the Madden streets. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Crazy. 
Hilarious. I just want to. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the team reporter for NewJets.com, Caroline Hendershot. Uh, she had an article today uh, about the special teams. Uh, how you know our top returner Braxton Barrios is back, and our top tackler Justin Hardy is back. And since we you know mentioned both of them today, I think it's appropriate to mention Brant Boyer, our returning special teams coordinators. Quote, yep. Uh, about uh, Hardy, he said um, he's been important to what we do. Just having a guy out there on the field like that makes a huge difference. He takes a leadership role in the room as well. Him being voted captain by his teammates was a big honor for him. I think that's, I think that he's done a really nice job. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just adding captains. <laughs> you know, Craig James and Justin Hardy, just du- double captains, right? Maybe, you know, you're right, Alex. So, uh, I mean, it would be sick. If they're both there, maybe we have a even better special teams, especially because we got that huge Eddie Pinheiro and Zerline double doing <laughs> that and the, double doing and Big Z, Greggy Z, uh, kick. Is Greg? Is our Greg? Is video producer Greg going to get a Greg Zerline jer- jersey? That doesn't no. make sense. Oh wait, speaking of jerseys, um, that's a great transition, and you clip something in my brain because say something nice about the Giants because this is an objective podcast again. We said something nice about New England with their helmets. And now, again, with the Giants. Oh, Giants helmets, yeah. Giants helmets. Oh, dude, fire jersey. Especially the way Saquon Barkley looked in the, in the, in the, in the throwback. Daniel Jones looks such a dork. <laughs> it's honestly, but Saquon Barkley rocked that jersey. Dude, they have sick jersey, and I'm so excited. I, that's why I'm in this jersey. That's why I'm in this hoodie, man. Please, Woody Johnson. I know, I know, I know you tweeted out that video. We know you're listening. Us. Well, of course he's listening. Uh, we know that you tweeted out that video on June 20th for a reason, man. Those green helmets with the Jets, with the finally, we're gonna, or finally going to get the Jet symbol. And I'm finally going to be able, if you give me the jersey with the, with the stripe on top of that, like I'm, I'm going to lose all my money. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to finally buy merch because I, like actual team. Merch, uh, I have a, I, I haven't even considered buying a Jets jersey in so long, and it really hurts me, just because of the way they look. I can't do it. And if you're not going to give me a, the old school Jets symbol, do you guys think that's happening? Or do you guys think I'm dreaming? I think so. I think the the NFL is going all out with all this stuff. I mean, you see Cincinnati's coming out with the all whites. I think well, so- the Giants stuff look good. Patriots stuff look good. I think people are going top notch. Because to your point, John. It's a revenue move. It's not because it's cool. It's not because it's going to look good on TV. It's because they're going to sell a lot of merch. And that's me, what the name of the game is. People like me. It to everyone. Well, they, they actually had to do this well, two years ago. They they had to approve this two years ago. It was yeah. due. And I remember that Mekhi Becton made a comment. Uh, so I, I'm just, dude, if they bring back, like, talk about a season for me. Like, if, if the Jets, like, if the Jets get that old helmet, Hit the over and make and, the playoffs. And we're in the hunt in December. Uh, yeah, and we're in the hunt. Like, <laughs> and like we don't get blown out in Green Bay and maybe <laughs> beat the Patriots for the first time in a decade. Like maybe win a division game since Joe Douglas came. I mean, this could be this could be a year, man. This could be the, a huge year for us. Ooh, talk about take flight. It's oh gonna happen. God. We're about to get this. Woody Johnson's <laughs> doing too much. Woody Johnson's doing too much on on the Twitter's verse to to, to be not giving us what we want. So the give floor us what we is want. so Wait. low. 
And speaking of what we want, I mean, yes, I was invited to the Jalen Brunson presser, and I am eternally grateful to the New York Knicks. But, dude, we, why are we getting invites to, you know, to the Take Flight doc, docuseries, bro? Where's our, where's, our, where's our invite, Alex? Greg, where's our invite? Soon, man. Soon. Woody. I got lost on, in bro. the mail. They had to invite I us. I got lost in know. the mail. That would be my guess. I got you. I got you. We need, mail service. Something we need was Hedwig. up. We need Hedwig from Harry Potter, bro. Yeah, I got, I don't miss. I got, I don't miss. Oh my goodness gracious! Woo! Oh man, oh, this has been this has been a fun episode. This has been a fun episode. I think this is a good place to to end it. We're gonna get those jerseys, John. Don't worry. You know what? Dude, we're gonna please get those. God, give me, we're gonna get the helmet give me too. The new, give me. Yo, the if new, we get the helmet. The if we get if we get the helmet, I'm upgrading that helmet. I'm upgrading that helmet. We get the wow. jet thing and uh, and the jersey with the stripes. God help my bank account. God help it. That bank account's gonna be ruined. It's gonna be ruined. It's gonna be, ruined. Bad. It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. Like someone took out a mortgage. But shout out to the credit bureau. <laughs> alert, alert me! Someone trying to take a mortgage out of my name. Shout out to you guys. Oh man! On that note, thank you everyone for tuning for the <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning for our Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. podcast. You all know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all the listening platforms. Coaching my all basketball right. playoffs this weekend. Let's go, Let's go man! Let's First go. First and semifinals this week. And then we tell all the kids to subscribe next Sunday when we win. Tell, tell tell the opponents to subscribe too while you're at it. They're gonna rate review, rate and review. I think out of all people, they're, they're not going to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like us. After you win by 20, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're probably they're, not going to. Yeah, no, they Might fight us. But try it anyway. <laughs> try it anyway. Try it anyway. <laughs> See what happens. But yeah, make sure to subscribe on all of those platforms. All right? Make sure to give us that five-star rating. Make sure to leave a comment review. All right? Go find us over on YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure you hit that like button when you watch a video and leave a comment. Just add to the conversation. Check out Winning Picks Weekly. You got John Biddy, which is Greg, our boy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport, give you their takes on where to place your money if you like sports, betting, sports, gambling. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning for the Jets episode. We out. Let's go, Woody. Do the tweet, baby. Do the tweet. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.